0: Probably every year when we celebrate Trinity Sunday You hear a homilist like me say that this is a preacher's nightmare Because how do you explain or talk about that we have, and we truly do We have one God, a trinity of persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit And if it's a preacher's nightmare, it's an even greater one for you Because you have to listen But I tell you what I was just thinking about this again. And when we started mass, you all came in. A lot of you came in from fun days, and you were kind of ah, ah, a little exhausted from the heat, and that's understandable. That twirly wheel is going around and around. I can see out the window, and I'm standing over here by my, by my presider's chair. And I thought, this is it. This is it, folks. Here it is. When we celebrate Trinity Sunday, we're celebrating God as the one who has broken in to our understanding, our consciousness, and and into our lives to show us that he's been there all the time. He's broken through, and he's been there all the time. Because when we celebrate the Trinity, we're celebrating the initiative that God takes to have a relationship with us, he gets it started and he wants us to respond to that initiative. And the unique, and I'm just going to use this in air quotes, scary thing about this initiative, what God does, is that he is inviting us into what we call communion a oneness with him, an intimate relationship with him. And that My friends can sometimes be intimidating, if not mind-blowing, because this is the creator of the universe, the creator of everything, the one who was not created at all, saying to you, as an individual, as a person, not a thing, a person he created, he's saying, I desire a very close relationship with you. And such that by the time you die and you go past those pearly gates, and that's where I want you, God says. I want you to go through those pearly gates into heaven. So by the time that you die, you are one with me face to face. You are one with me face to face. That, my friends, is the most comforting thing that we can hear, as well as maybe intimidating because we're not God and God is, as well as a pure act of love that comes to us from God. He has broken through our consciousness to tell us that and to say, like I mentioned before, that He's always been here as the creator of the heavens and the earth. Now, God went to great extent to break through our consciousness. He went through great extent in order to touch our hearts and our lives so much, so deeply, that we will say, I prefer God to no one or nothing else. And we can see how he did that by just reflecting upon our, the own, our own experience of our lives. And we see in our lives that we are created very well. It would be a lie to say that we weren't. But well, we were created very well. But we also have the brokenness because of sin. And we can't do anything about that brokenness regarding sin. We can't save ourselves. And that's why we heard Jesus say in John, early in John's gospel, John chapter 3, and Deacon proclaimed it so beautifully. Jesus said that God so loved the world that he gave, gave, he gave his only begotten son to come into the world, not to condemn it, not to condemn you, but to save the world and to save you. A reflection upon our own experience will show us at the same time how broken we are and how we long to be one with God how we long to be forgiven how we long to be put together in our lives how we long to be healed how we long for perfection not to be a perfectionist I'm not saying that but how we long for perfection in our world that only 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 God can give. And what perfection means is that we grow more and more to be like God because He's in our lives and we are relating to Him. God so loved the world that He gave us Jesus, His only begotten Son. God was willing and did to say, you take my Son. I give my Son to you. I'm I'm not going to be selfish here. I want you to receive My Son in the world. That's why He's incarnate. He took on flesh, became like us in all things but sin. I want you to receive My Son, and I want you to receive what He did, because this is the essence of the love of God for you in your life. He died to put us back together again. He died in order for us to be saved. He died for forgiveness of our sins. He died so that we will dwell with God face to face in heaven after we die. That's God breaking into our consciousness, breaking into this world so that things will change in this world and in our lives because of the gift of Jesus. And I think it's an answer. To what Moses was saying in the first reading I think that he represented all of us all humanity when he said you know what we are a stiff-necked people that means stubborn we're a stiff-necked people we sin but God would you please dwell with us please dwell with us and make a covenant with us make a, a profound relationship with us so that we will know you we will say, see you and we will be saved by you and here's the covenant right there, the blood shed by the innocent lamb who is given to us by God the Father in order to be saved and to be free. God has broken in to our consciousness in the world to show us not only that he's already been here, but he is acting so powerfully and beautifully on our behalf. And the last thing that i want to say about this is okay i said that god wants to have this close relationship with us and this really is mystical it, it's not necessarily always easy to understand or fathom but so don't try to do it <laughs> just seek it just desire it god wants to have this relationship with us to bring all to bear what he's done for us to bring all to bear in terms of how he loves us, and that's why he gave us the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit leads us to Jesus and the Father. The Holy Spirit binds us to everything that Jesus did for us and to everything that Jesus continues to do for us in the world today. It's the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. If you will, and air quotes here, air quotes to continue to break into our consciousness, to break into our world, to show us that He's already there. That's the gift of the Spirit. And in total, in sum, this is God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Three persons, one God, taking that marvelous initiative and calling us unto Himself. All I can say after that is wow.